fucking. It's like opening. It's opening. It's opening day or week. You know, for baseball. And like the first like series for the Mets against the Washington Nationals like was postponed due to COVID. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like right off the bat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like we'll do this. We'll do this. We'll do. Uh, we're not gonna do this. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll see you down the line. Um. Yeah. I feel kind of garbagey right now, because uh, I got my second COVID shot yesterday. Yeah. Do you like <laughs> love it? Do you want to nap while I just talk? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> no, this. I finally got up because the the both cats got up on me and were just like screaming in my face, like, "No, really, breakfast." Like ten thirty, <laughs> breakfast. Like you're th- just... you're three hours late. I just picture the cats like standing on their hind legs and like taking one paw and pointing it to like where the watch would be on their wrist. <laughs> and they're both wearing like those white collars, white cuff shirts. <laughs> just like, um, excuse me. <laughs> like you need to punch in, lady. No, it was You're funny late. though because I opened like I had kept snoozing, and then I opened my eyes, and one of them was on either side of me, and they were both just like staring down into my face. Like if she's dead, you which side are you gonna lick off? <laughs> They're like, we're gonna eat somehow, right? They're just like, how much dry food is left on the tray? What are we gonna do? There's got to be some morsels on the floor somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We'll come back for you later, lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I got it. I'm glad it's you know at least yeah. it's done. Um. You know. They're saying yeah. <laughs> So now that we have it, yay. Um, <laughs> now I was reading um, something about uh, it lasting at least six months. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to do the whole thing over again. Wow. That would stink to do this every six months. Oh, my God. It's like car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like every six months, you know, you have this fucking payment. Yep. Uh. <laughs> you just like, like well that hurts gotta do it but it hurts yeah and the way it goes i mean you kind of want to do it every five months right because it's after the second dose you get your um you get like a couple of weeks after you get your immunity like full on oh okay uh, no, there's like some weird timing to this whole thing but yeah Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well i did that this week and i went to I went to the Poconos for one day. How was that? It was very Poconosy. Um, it <laughs> what is I don't, what does that mean? Like seventies, like um, porn? Because that's what oh, I picture shit. the Poconos. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like um, we went to this place that was a like a really big, a really big lodge. I think the property was like five thousand acres, and, wow. and so there's this giant the like giant hotel building and then there's lakes and they have all kinds of outdoor activities which of course we didn't do because it it rained like crazy and it did rain like crazy didn't it yeah. i was gonna ask did you get a chance to do anything we mostly i mean the plan was mostly just to hang out and catch up with brian's parents and play cards yeah. and eat and we did that cool yeah it was a nice place and what was super cool was like once you get off the the highway on the way there then it's really curvy and you're going along like all these little rivers and big creeks and there was just 
it was just Beaver Dam City, mm. which was kind of cool. So you're so so seventies porn. <laughs> yep, Beaver <laughs> Dam City. That's my production company. <clears throat> We're seventies style porn. No, I think I saw a video. Nothing but Merkins. Merkins. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Have you ever seen a beaver in real life? <laughs> <laughs> die well karen wouldn't stop asking questions about wildlife uh yes yes i have and they're very uh, large they are i don't know larger than i thought they're so cool i don't know i saw like a david attenborough video a couple months ago that was about how they like they i never knew why they built the dams like i knew obviously they were they were you know making the water deeper but i didn't know why and mm-hmm. it's because they're um they're so vulnerable to predators when they're out of the water that mm-hmm. what they do is they dam it so that they can go retrieve food without, um, you know, without being in danger. Oh yeah. And then they do shit like they they'll go and they'll chop down like sort of a sapling, like, you know, a, a small tree, but like decent size mm-hmm. and they'll take it in like, it'll have the, I don't know if it had the roots on it, but they basically go and they plant it under the water by okay. their house and then that way like all winter long they're just like i got this i got this good ass vegetation that i planted wow the smart yeah so i don't know so it was just a random thing where it was like i had seen this beaver documentary ao a couple months ago and then <laughs> and then we were just driving through it it was like oh my god beaver dam beaver dam beaver dam <clears throat> so that was a highlight um and yeah, it was nice to get out of the city for, you know, we were only, yeah. we were only gone for a day ish, but it was, it was, it was nice to go somewhere. Cool. Yeah. Like the food at the place wasn't that hot and they were clearly confused about how to, like, it was like every time you ordered food, it was like they were bringing it from a kitchen that was across the state line. Mm-hmm. Like it just was never hot ever. Um, Like, I don't know what was going on, but I'm, you know, everybody there was super nice. So yeah. Yeah. What about you? What did you do this week? Well, Tracy went upstate, so oh, I sensed a silence. Yeah, no, it's very quiet. It's actually it's actually weird because we're recording and my child is sleeping mm. in her room, and I'm just like, like you know, I, I I'm just like afraid, weirded out by it because <laughs> I don't know when she's gonna wake up, and then you know, then I have to put my dad hat on. <laughs> Um, should we talk faster and then we can slow, <laughs> no, and no. then we can slow it down on the recording? Oh no! Yeah, not, yeah. Well, one point. Yeah, listen. <laughs> There's all kinds of options. We do have options. Yeah. We do. Well, so. so this week the um the emotion was confidence. Confidence. Yeah. How did that make you feel? Um, I don't know. I felt really weird about it mm-hmm. and so wishy-washy um no um i don't know I, I i think it's a not that it's a weird topic to talk about but i i just think that like i mean i don't really feel confident in much of the things that i do and even shit that i think i'm confident in, i'm still like hesitant yeah <laughs> if that makes any sense yeah 
I don't know. I mean, I do think the older I've gotten, I definitely have a certain amount of professional confidence and I have a certain amount of just um, interacting with people confidence. Um, but usually more with strangers, though. You know, like I say, I don't really second guess myself with strangers like I do with people I actually care about. Mm, it's not that I yeah. don't care about strangers. We're all people, you know. I mean, they're strangers. Fuck them. <laughs> I have a question on on our outline. It says voice and confidence. That that thing. Did you write that or did I write that? I don't know. I was about to ask you about what the hell is S M M. I know. I was gonna tease. So I, <laughs> I was gonna tease you last night of like, are you hammered? Because I'm, I I might have been hammered. There was some hammering this week. <laughs> So, um, maybe it was me, and I'm agree. And I'm, I love how. And then you write agree. <laughs> this may be too much inside baseball or whatever that that term is, but like, yeah, I like the fact that I agree with myself. <laughs> That's a certain amount of confidence. That- <laughs> to like write a note like you're having a stroke, and then write agree. <laughs> well, I mean, I you know, I. I I purposely use aluminum um, in my deodorant so I can like. <laughs> oh yeah, <get> a, <laughs> I've been using like I've been using a deodorant that's probably like way stronger than I even need just because I like the smell of it and I've been using mm. it for like twenty years and I'm like oh yeah. no wonder I have cancer of the everything. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, I, you know I remember when that like twenty years ago when that big scare with the aluminum and I'm just like exactly and then um. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not going to stop using my deodorant. Like, I hate the smell of, of underarms. I hate, I hate that smell. I hate man funk. I just fucking can't stand it. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, so I'm like, fuck it. It's, it's worth like, you know, forgetting about the bad times in the last 20 years of my life. (laughs) Are you saying it erases your memory as well? Well, apparently it, it. it causes like uh, Alzheimer's or or dementia. Oh man! Um, I mean, or it's been linked to. I mean, I, I'm not gonna. But you know, um, hey, what are we talking about again? Confidence. <laughs> I was thinking this week about how like, do I need to have an exit strategy? Because, <laughs> like, well, that- <laughs> not for anytime soon. But like, I don't, I don't want to be in a home. Like I saw, I saw a picture of this elderly lady. She was ninety eight, and she, yeah. her, um, her son was finally able to see her in person, mm-hmm. and just the look on her face, you know. But I don't. I'm not. I'm in no way saying that people's lives don't have value that are in those homes. I absolutely think they do, but I just don't want to be in one. You're such a Cuomo supporter. Do you know Cuomo started COVID so he could get rid of all those people? <laughs> I like, don't think that at all. At all. No. Okay. Um, I mean, listen, the one of the only good things that happened this week was uh, that fuckface Matt Gates uh, getting into some trouble. So, Oh, my God. It's so clear. All you have to do is look at that guy's face and you could just, like, write down. He looks like a cartoon villain. Yes. Like I don't know, because he lost a lot of weight, but his his face and head did not. He's got that thing where you squish a Barbie's head, and then it just, <laughs> and then it just looks wrong, you know, yeah. like it doesn't. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like a kid took the wrong action figure's head and put it on a different or like they you know mix match the action figures. Yeah, 
That guy's so, such a piece of garbage. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then like to see Tucker Carlson make his confused face for real. The like, why are you <laughs> saying this to me? Uh also like, yeah, like first of all, yeah, like you are now putting me in the middle of your bullshit. And also I don't I wanted people to forget that, you know, there was an accusation against me years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh no, but that was a that was a, a bright spot for the week. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I when you talk about confidence, there's just certain people who have way too much confidence. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that for me, when I see people with like over who are overconfident, it makes me second guess myself because I'm like, I think I know what I'm talking about, but yeah. um, I, I don't have that emotion to be that confident. And I'm not saying that that's a good thing, but I'm just saying like, you know, it makes me second guess, you know, times that I feel way too confident because I don't want to A, look like that asshole. Right. And B, I want, you know, I don't want to get called out for being like incorrect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I do think there's sort of like a gender split with that a lot of the time, but it's not just gender. Like I definitely think girls are socialized to to do that more to second guess themselves but then like most people who i just think of as decent people also do it <laughs> yeah i mean considerate people probably right yeah. like um or, or maybe were... it's just people who got slapped down a lot when they were kids i don't know but that's a possibility i mean i always talk it up for myself you know like just being raised by my mom and my grandmother like you know not having like not having like a father figure to be around to like indoctrinate indoctrinate me into like you know male bullshit you know yeah um and then just like you know identify i don't know it, it could be partially partially that but it's also like you know being able to identify like traits that i don't deem like of quality you yeah. know what i mean like you know i don't i don't know i, I don't like people who boast i don't like people who i i like a quiet confidence mm -hmm. that's the name of my cologne <laughs> I like the article at the front. It's not just quiet confidence. It's a quiet confidence. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, like, I, you know, everyone, like, you know, all the, like, I don't know, that like, people that I've, like, admired, whether, you know, in, in fiction or in movies, like, they're, they, they're usually the ones who are just like, all right, well, now we're just going to have to do this bullshit, you know? Right. And never really want to do it either, you know? Yeah. They just sort of get on with it. And yeah. Yeah, I was watching. Um, I might have even talked about this when we first started back up again this season, but the that Amy Schumer documentary on HBO called Expecting Amy. Have you seen that? Or did did I talk about that? I don't recall. I, 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 I'm, I go back and forth with her. Yep. But um, I do think she she is funny at times, but sometimes I'm just like, I feel like you're trying too hard. Yeah. You know, I I often don't like uh, comedians who like um kind of just like beat on themselves too much. Right. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, she's funny. Her show was funny. I think she had that show on um Comedy Central years back. But oh uh, no, yeah, I've that, never that sketch show that was yeah. really good. I'm not. I'm. I've never seen her. This, this was she pregnant during this one? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what I was expecting. You know. <laughs> no, it was about how she um, 
she had just started a tour and was also uh i think she did know i think right after she started the tour she knew she was pregnant and then it it was a you know like it was a really hardcore tour i don't know it was something like 40 or 60 venues wow and um she felt like she could do it even though everybody was like dude maybe you need to ease up because you're pregnant but she felt like she could do it and i think she was right about that but then her pregnancy was a really hard one and she just basically you know vomited for nine months straight like so hard that she had to be go into the er all the time um wasn't she like um bedridden like for a lot of her pregnancies uh not exactly i mean she it was like she was just she would go do a performance and then just be wiped out yeah it was it was you know over and over again and they were supposed to so she got a deal for a netflix special and was supposed to shoot it relatively early into the pregnancy and then she just couldn't do it because she was Mm. in the hospital that sucks i mean yeah but she's somebody who like sets off that kind of you know that like spidey sense of just like oh i don't know about you i don't know about you with with me you know Mm -hmm. and it's and i was like am i why am i this this documentary made me like her more um but yeah you know like i was thinking about like why do i hold that against her sort of um it, like, is it her confidence or is it just, like, something else about her general demeanor mm. that I don't like? But at the towards the beginning of it, Colin Quinn was on her podcast and he was talking about how... And I don't love him either. Yeah, he's another one I, I can be <laughs> on the fence about. <laughs> um, but he was saying that, like, to be a stand-up, you really have to have a really sort of inherent confidence to get up on stage and just be like, no, listen to what I have to say about this, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I think that's true, but I think like as much as you and I are like, oh, we don't have confidence. We're doing this right now. Not, I'm not saying it's that good, but we do it. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we, we, we try to make connections with people. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, I, I, this, this is a little bit, this is like my Weasley, this is my, um how do you call it my uh groundhog way of uh confidence you know i'm just gonna go out for a little bit and i'll go back in my hole oh i did not know what you meant by that no i do me either (laughs) (laughs) have you ever seen a groundhog no i'm just kidding um but uh, yeah no i mean like for you i mean you you uh wanted to do stand-up again how do you like I know you. You know you're 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 practicing and and, and I'm you know working on stuff. But like, yeah. how do you, you know, I mean, right now with this pandemic, like you know, it's going and being on stage would be a little bit different. But I mean, we're getting there eventually. You know, could be later on in the year. But mm-hmm. um, you know, to do they have like stand up sets on you know Zoom stand up and yeah, I think, you know. Uh, I don't know. Like, how I, do you feel? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> like, about doing Zoom stand up because part of it, such a big part of it for me, is the connection with the audience. And how, okay. even mm-hmm. though you know, like the lights are shining in your face and you can't quite see them, but you can still tell, even when they're not laughing yet, if you've got them or not. Yeah, and it would be really weird to just be doing it into a void. I mean, yeah. like, like Brian and I have uh, around the holidays, he kept 
he kept doing like buying tickets for these uh, drag queen holiday shows. Right. And it's just such a weird thing to have a drag queen performing to no one. Because mm. such a big part of it is like the audience being like, you know, woo about, you know, whatever. Like it, it, it doesn't mean that what they're doing is the best thing ever, but you're all there because you want to be. And it's, right. and it's exciting, you know, to watch somebody doing the thing. And um, yeah, I don't know. It would be so weird to do stand up without getting that kind of like feedback. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, you just have to kind of, like, run through it. Yeah. Yeah, like, it kind of would be pointless, other than for you to, you know, get your nerves in order, but... Right. And you don't know what works, like you said. You don't know what's what's hitting. You don't know what's, like, oh, okay, people, you know, found this funny, but you want to tweak, you know, the jokes have to be tweaked. Um, yeah, I mean, the crowd, I mean, it's, it's, it's performance is, is engaging with the crowd. It's a... It's a it's an engagement. Yeah. Um, you, Karen. Karen. Need to be on stage. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. But we're getting, so we're getting closer to that. We are getting closer. Are you, are you ready for it? No, I haven't, I haven't worked on my set as much as I wanted to. Mm. Um, so I need to, I need to do that more. Um, like, how does that work? Like, so... Like when you go somewhere, they they give you like what fifteen minutes, ten minutes. Like usually, I mean, back I haven't done it in so long, but back when I was like, open mics are usually five tops. Okay. And um, even even like when I was doing class shows, you get five minutes. Gotcha. Like the whole an hour special thing. That's really for people who are like full on professionals. Um, yeah, you just don't get that kind of you don't get that kind of time. Yeah. No. I figured it would be like, I thought it'd be more than five minutes, but I, I didn't think it would be like, you know, maybe 10, 15, but that's, you know, you, you say 10, you say five minutes. It's a long time. And it, it, it's a long time to be <laughs> like, to have everyone's focus on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, when you see, like, I've gone to, um, I think I was with Meryl and Brian, like years ago, we went to Union Hall and saw Mike Berbiglia, like mm -hmm. working on his show. Right. And um, and like Amy does that in, in this documentary, too. And, you know, that kind of thing of like you're a big enough deal that like people are willing to come sort of like help you get feedback mm. as you work up as you work up to a special. That's, you know, that's sort of a whole other level. Yeah. Yeah. But it was I mean, it was cool for me. I think I think Brian thought it was annoying, but I like I, you know, because I. And more into the process of writing stand up, I thought it was cool to watch somebody develop their act. Yeah, I think the, yeah, that is cool to see. Um, just like the behind the scenes. Um, also like um, Mike Birbiglia, like he's he's his show is not really to me. It's not really it's their one man shows pretty much the way he the way he performs his like whole thing. Like he's it's evolved into that from like stand up to like one man kind of like shows yeah like he's not um, like a joke 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 he's a storyteller exactly and i've you know years ago i wanted to be a comedian but i didn't have the um confidence no um <laughs> and i used to just study people and, and and like watch people a lot and like um and he was one of them that i, I he has this great joke about sitting on some baseball panel um 
it's, I forgot the whole joke, but basically the way when he gets to the punchline, it's it's really fucking funny, and he's he's just he's become like a really really good at what he does. Yeah, I think I first got to know him because of that story about him, uh, jumping out the window at the the Lakinta. <laughs> like he has that horrible sleep disorder. Yeah, did you see his movie? I think I I think I did. Or uh, well, actually, I don't know if I did or if I was just like, oh, I already heard that on NPR. Yeah, I don't need to see it. I know it. Yeah, it's carved on my bones. Yeah, he's 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 pretty good. I mean, you know, I think one of the best comedians, in my opinion, just the 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 way the the jokes are crafted and the brilliance of it and the subtlety is is is, is Dave Chappelle. I I think watching all those Netflix specials, I I I just you know. I, I know he says a lot of stupid shit, but yeah, <laughs> I just think that he's really good at his craft and like he's really, really, really a funny. Um, even in one of the specials, he 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 boasts about um how great of a uh, uh, how great of a comedian he is. Yeah, and he says one thing in the beginning, and then it comes full circle in the end in the most like powerful fucking way. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's he's really good. Um. Maybe I should watch those. I just didn't want to support him anymore. No, I get it. I get it. He he's yeah. He's not the you know. But I, I mean, I don't think he's the worst person in the world. But I, I yeah. think there you know. I think there are. I I I, I respect him a lot. And I, but I know. But you know. I, I I think the problem with people is that you know, not everyone's perfect. <laughs> right. Yeah. I and, think it was like sort of like the homophobic, transphobic stuff. Yeah, he's he said I, yeah, I agree. He said he love. said some stupid shit. Um and, and then, I just like, also always like I, I really enjoyed Chappelle's show, you know, when I watched it back in the day, but um I always felt like there was like just something a little mean spirited about him that I didn't mm. that just didn't jibe for me. Um but you know, people don't need to be saints, but then, you know, I just also don't, no, don't but need to I, watch I, them. I agree that like you know he you know what he said about um you know like just um like just a terrible thing he said about uh, trans people and um gay people who um you know that's that's something that shouldn't be uh overlooked yeah you know? um because you have a platform and you have a large following and you shouldn't you know what do they say you shouldn't punch down you know what i mean yeah um and he knows that because he said that <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean like so like he should know better um yeah but you know it is what it is yeah like at this point i'm not really sure what his motivation is because he is so he is so brilliant and so it's like why do you need to you really need to put those jokes in too yeah and and you know it's one of those things where it's like he, he not only did he say some stupid shit um and he but he also doubled down on it you know what I mean? Like, which is like, you know, when, when you get caught out there and you, you have two choices right. <laughs> like, and usually doubling down, well, it takes a lot of confidence. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. He's a tough one. Um, there was actually in the, in that documentary, there was, they had on uh, Amy's podcast, they had this young girl um come because she had written a book for her um i think when she was 10 she wrote it and it was it was about how like the 
the boys in her class always raised their hands and the girls didn't. And, mm. and so she actually like worked with her mom on it and wrote this book. And then they like created a badge for the Girl Scouts that mm. you could, you could get if you just sort of like committed to raising your hand and to being okay with, okay with yourself if you weren't right. Right. Uh, um, because I do think like, it, at least in the like in the workplace, I don't mean where I currently work, of course, but um, in other work experiences I've had, um, you know, like it, I definitely do find that men are just like okay to just say it, and they have no idea if they're right or not, and <laughs> in a decent amount of time they're not. Whereas like women are like, you know, you most women I've worked with are like eighty five, ninety percent sure they're right before they're gonna speak up. Yeah. Yeah, there is that dynamic. And now I just think that, um, you know, it's 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 kind of difficult for me in my workplace because predominantly are led by women. Mm. And so you run the full gamut of insecurity, but you also run the, the you know, the on the other end of that, you have um, false sense of security, if you will. Okay. Um, and so, you know, and it's, <clears throat> I think a lot of time, um, the model for, um, leadership is usually, um, a paternalistic male dominated like model. Mm -hmm. And I think that when women get into some women, when they get into certain, um, roles of, of authority and leadership, they kind of adopt that male kind of bullshit. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, it just perpetuates and keeps the cycle going. Um, and then, you know, some people, I, <clears throat> I just think you have to have, I think maybe there is an inherent confidence in people that allows them to do, you know, regardless of gender, but, you know, mostly you're going to see it, you know, I would say in men, but I just think people are going to be people. Yeah. yeah. And Well, do you remember that, that book, um, Lean In? that who was it yeah uh, mm -hmm. cheryl uh, sandberg i think yeah the yahoo the yahoo lady uh or was it facebook i think she was the the coo of facebook maybe okay I, okay but it yeah. was i do remember though yeah like her it, it i didn't read it but from the interviews and things around it 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 did seem like her idea of leaning in for like women to commit was mm. to you know act like men yeah and that's not i mean that shouldn't that shouldn't mean in a like in a in a better world that wouldn't mean something so specific but but it was just like no be like be willing to commit and it was you know but that's like that's offensive too right? that's like saying that women aren't uh willing to commit yeah yeah i mean you know it, and it's also funny because you know we have these binary gender specific roles supposedly in society and you know men men are able to commit because women allow them to commit by taking care of everything else yeah you know what i mean like so the the i i don't know I, that i mean i'm sure she got a lot of heat for that yeah <laughs> but like it's just you know the, the i don't know i took this like training course and they were talking about like the qualities of leadership and um, they were talking about like, what do you value in 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 a leader or supervisor or manager, and all the traits that were, you know, shouted out by the group mm -hmm. were all traits that are normally uh, attributed to females. 
respect. Oh, interesting. Like, you know, compassion, um, you know, all these like traits, but then like, she's like, you know, the, the, the person who was facilitating the group was like, you see all these traits. Now, when you have, usually this is what people want, but what people end up getting and supporting is the complete opposite. Right. Um, so, you know, I think if, I don't know, my play, my lovely idea for a wonderful world would be to incorporate more of, you know, those stereotypical female traits into, to the workplace instead of having, you know, there's, you know, we, you know, a lot of people boast that they work, you know, 80 hours a week, but like, that's not healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not something to be proud of exactly when do you see your family when do you see your friends um you know like we just have a, a terrible mindset well um, did you ever did you ever like talk with your daughter about this kind of stuff like do you think she uh felt or feels even now comfortable you know sort of putting herself out there um i don't i mean we you know we try to encourage her and to you know do things i mean this you know like got to you know this going to school from home is kind of <laughs> not really a a fun space because there is no you know everyone's pretty much checked out you know oh yeah but like even before like you know she's taken steps where like when she was on the basketball team and i was proud that she kind of wanted to do it like no one encouraged her yeah and she wanted to do it and like you know but it's also weird because when you're like you're a teenager you're kind of trying to find out who you are anyway so you're already kind of insecure yeah and then of course you know you know for i don't know for, for girls it's a little bit different it's you know they go more into a shell because of various reasons they're being you know ogled by boys i was about to say um, because I, of boobs yeah i <laughs> you know um yeah, I mean, you think your body's changing. I mean, then all of a sudden, you know, you you start, you go and, you know, begin your menstruation, your cycles, and, like, you know, it's just a different, you know, there's all these stigmas that are attached to young girls that aren't attached to boys. Right. Because um, they're, the, they're the default. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I it is what it is, but, you know, I, I think, I don't know, I, 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 I hope that you know she can be a little bit more like outgoing i mean she you know she's pretty confident in the fact like she does like recitals and you know she's done a couple of plays um and that's kind of what she wants to go into so there is like a level of confidence there yeah but um you know i still see that she's kind of shy every now and then yeah you know it's not a bad thing you know like got to have a balance of people in the world it's just it's just like whether it's because of like just sort of people's personalities or is it because you know sort of like societal influences that you mm, yeah you just think it's you but actually you're part of this whole system yeah and i think you know it's it's like one of those things where you know what you value what what society values like you know society and I, we spoke about this i think a couple of weeks ago where we were saying that you know society values hard work but not hard work in certain jobs right yeah so society values individualism but not certain individual characteristics <laughs> like you know what i mean like you know the hypocrisy is 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 crazy like you know it's okay like you said it's okay to be shy and an introvert you know but it's always the extroverts that are like out there you know doing you know being valued or you know highlighted or whatever um you know just let people be people 
Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's what I want to just let me be. Let me be. Um, you know what an imposter syndrome is? Uh, I think so, but but tell me, tell me. So it's like usually like um, marginalized groups or you know who get into positions of like you know high positions or they kind of feel that they didn't don't deserve it and they don't um, belong there and they're kind of like um, they just feel out of place. Yeah. Um, and I think um, AOC had mentioned that like a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just you know it's just like usually you know marginalized groups when they achieve things they they it, there is a level of of insecurity and, and, and lack of confidence. And it's, it's really, um, annoying. Well, because sometimes <laughs> your, your perception is so completely different from what everybody else is saying is happening mm-hmm. and it's really confusing. So then you say, Oh, I must be the problem because nobody else is saying it. And exactly, if you yeah. do say it, oftentimes you will get feedback that you are in fact the problem. Um, so it's like a, it's a weird thing because you, you know, you just don't, how, how often do you hear women say like, oh, I just wanted to check that I wasn't going crazy, you Mm. know, like that kind of just like, oh, is it just me? I don't know. You know, um, that's the voice I use at work. Um, no, it's not. (laughs) They must be glad you're, you're working from home. (laughs) Oh, is it me? (laughs) somebody tell me no but it's it's that kind of stuff where you're just like how does how does nobody else see this oh they do see it they don't it doesn't matter like Mm -hmm. why do i think it matters and nobody else does you know it's it's a yeah it's an interesting thing yeah i mean there is there is something to be said about um being privileged and having confidence right like they kind of go like your privilege allows confidence yeah um which is kind of like a thing like of course you know i have this you know blah 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 and i deserve this and i can say this without any you know this entitlement and confidence yeah. as well. well and just like hierarchies in general it's just like an assumption that your your level in the hierarchy makes your opinions more valid or your perceptions more valid yeah yeah like, like <laughs> yeah i mean we saw that you know, like you know i i guess like years ago when i think about like how people really appreciated presidents like you know like 30 40 50 years ago where like you'd have a picture of your president in your home oh, you know yeah and like you know and everyone kind of took the the president's word as like you know as gospel right and like no it's like you know i think i don't know maybe nixon destroyed that right because <laughs> but like yeah like how 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 can you trust the president like especially after the last one it's like yeah you know i mean i, I i'm i'm glad that you know trump is out of office but like you know there are certain things you know president biden you you know i I, you should question certain things with you know a healthy skepticism yeah um yeah the 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 role doesn't dictate um truth or doesn't dictate like you know what should be i don't know well it's like the like the concept of infallibility with the pope it's so hilarious like i'm always i think about looking that up and i haven't yet but when did that start when did they start saying like no this he like he's he actually is like the godhead he's yeah i mean 
Yeah. At the point yeah. where like the smoke the smoke burns, all of a sudden he becomes perfect. I mean he's not. <laughs> well, there's definitely some conflict between my not Catholic dad and Catholic school that I went to on that one. Because, mm. I mean, that's like to, on the sort of like fundamentalist side I was raised with, like that is reserved for Jesus. Like Jesus is the only person who was both a man and perfect. So, right. so then when you have Catholics saying the Pope is infallible, it's like, uh-oh. Yeah, which is also weird because Jesus was also not perfect. Yeah, just because he doubted. Uh, yeah, or because also, he wanted he wanted the cup to pass him by. That thing. Yeah, it's he was human. Yeah, like he he's born into sin, which and he dies for the sins. Because remember, we're all born into sin. So I don't know. I, I don't think he becomes perfect until he. Um, Speaking happy Easter tomorrow. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> to the resurrection, right? I mean, that's because now you're just like it's like Neo in the Matrix, right? When he when he when he dies and he comes back. Man, I think about the Matrix way too much lately. I saw that movie two weeks ago, and I'm gonna <laughs> tell you right now, it holds up. Really? Yeah, just the first one. Just the first one. Okay. Just... That's what I thought. <laughs> just the first. Please don't watch the other two. Yeah. <laughs> please. Please, for the love of God. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. I I think, you know, I I I treat religion like a buffet table. You just take what you want. Yeah, because everyone else does. Yeah. You know, with, with Christianity specifically. Um, you know. But I think you have to like sample from all, you know, sections. Why you can't, can't just... but like why can't you go to multiple restaurants? Believe me, <laughs> everyone goes to multiple restaurants. <laughs> you know, everyone's like, Oh, I like a little bit of a Buddhist here and I'm gonna be a little bit of Christian here and maybe oh let me do some what is that? Is that Shinto? <laughs> A little Marie Kondo. <laughs> Cheat Shinto, I think. Yeah, I, I think so, right? I like the organization and like kind of like um, less clutter and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. She's like a little sprite. I would love, 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 <laughs> love for an episode of Hoarders and you, you open a door and it's her. She took everyone's <laughs> shit and put it in her house. I think she would kind of like it. She always really seemed to enjoy on her show when people, you know, were like borderline hoardy. Because she would go and just climb over their piles of garbage. I, 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 you know, there's a level of like, there's, uh, there's fetishes and all these weird things with all cultures. And I just, when, when she was like, when her time, when she was like going around, it's a big thing. I, I just felt like it was a weird fetish. Which part? Just like this tiny Asian woman coming to your house to clean and like, I don't know. I just felt like it was kind of weird to me. Yeah. I guess she was responsible for like, um, you know, like a massive donations happening. Because mm. so many people cleared their houses out. Talk about privilege. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I still can't get rid of this cinema magazine from 1994 <laughs> why is that 
I, I don't know. It's just it's 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 an old magazine from 1994. It has like Indiana Jones on it. It has like Die Hard threes. Yeah, so you're attached to it. I'm not. I'm gonna go find it and throw it out. <laughs> it's clearly weighing on you. It clearly is. Yeah. My Christmas tree's still up. <laughs> well, it doesn't have any ornaments on it. But, you know, I accomplished that two weeks ago, so. Well, you cannot treat it like an Advent wreath, right? Like an Advent tree where, like, the 12 days of Christmas, you just put an ornament on it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I put one ornament per week, and then it's decorated at Christmas. Yeah. I think that's appropriate. Yeah. No, I got to get stuff out. I didn't feel good this week. Yeah, I mean, it was a shitty week. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty, shitty week. Shitty, shitty week. Yeah. I don't know. I, I felt like sort of afraid a lot. I don't enjoy it. You had like anxiety fear or like, yeah. or like straight up like where you felt like something was off? I don't know. That's mm. the thing. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. It's hard with the medical stuff where like I was told I was wrong. A decent amount of times and then i wasn't mm -hmm. but then now they're like no really you're fine you're wrong that you think that you're not and i'm like wait are you wrong i don't know but i don't feel great so mm. like physically or emotionally like uh physically and then it becomes emotional right okay well you know the the like the emotional can also dictate how you feel like physically. So. Right. And I know that's true, but then there's part of me that's still pissed off about it, you know, because <laughs> I, yeah, because like, I don't know. I was right when I, <laughs> about certain things. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know. Yeah. It's a weird thing. I don't really, I don't really know. Like, speaking of confidence, like, I don't really know what there is to be confident in right now as far as just, like, the rest of my life, you know? Like, I, I'm very happy to have not died, but then I also am just like, oh, so do I, I just have to be afraid that that's yeah. coming back forever? And I guess so. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if you should be I think that it's something that should be taken care of, like, you know, monitored. But I, you know, I mean, I just think we're too much in our heads because we're too much in the homes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, um, but I, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say that you shouldn't be cautious. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, Lord knows um, all of it. But I think like, you know, it's also because like, you know, just dealing with like you every day you watching like, you know, the death meter just fucking increased through this COVID where it's like 550,000 plus. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's two things. It makes you think about death way too much, but it also makes, you know, you, I guess you got to get over that hump and, and, and kind of be like, well, I kind of want to just live. Yeah. But then we're like, right now it's, it's not that, you know, it's not that easy to live. Right. right. <laughs> or, you know, do things that you find joy in. And I, I guess that's just maybe taking a whole other, like, you know, a reassessment of that in this moment, because, you know, there are things you can do to find enjoyment, but yeah, um, it's just hard. 
Yeah. It's hard because, yeah, because, you know, these, you know, it's the, it's not a rosy time period right now. No. It's Although, not over. You, it's not over yet. No, I don't, not at all. I mean, if you go to like to Miami, you would think it is. Right. You know, it looks like the fucking, like that fucking parade in, in, in New York City after World War II. <laughs> Somebody's going to grab a nurse and kiss her. Right. Well, instead of ticker tape, it's droplets. <laughs> Jesus. I, I, you know, I think it'd just be more helpful if you could see COVID. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, you could see those little, like the way, the way, the, the symbol for it. Like, oh, yeah, it's everywhere. Oh, yeah. well, they have dogs that can smell it now, right? I think so, yeah. Damn. You imagine being the dog and you're like, wait, you want me to learn how to do what? The fucking dog is like, oh, and you want me to get sick? Yeah. Where's my shot in the arm? <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, that's all we needed the dog to mutate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No, uh, I was just thinking, when, um, like, you know, I was not Rio, but like Superman, he has the ability to like see microscopic things. Mm-hmm. And like, that's how, like, he doesn't feel cold or, or, or hot. And he only knows how to dress accordingly is to see the density in the air. Wait, what? Say that again. Like he could see the molecules of density to know when it's warm and when it's not. Oh, but he doesn't feel anything. He doesn't feel it. No. So I was wondering, like, and he could probably see COVID. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, we need a hero. (laughs) Hey, Soups, can you just suck up all this COVID? (laughs) Yeah, just get a vacuum. Get it out of here. Suck it all up, please. Yeah. I've been watching this very uh, gentle, nice uh, BBC show on YouTube called i think it's what is her name i think it's susan susan kelman um she's this scottish um stand-up and she's like five feet tall um she's a lesbian and she's kind of chubby and she's just like this sweet little bouncy tiny woman who Mm -hmm. drives around in a camper van to like Mm -hmm. parts of the uk and um you know goes to visit these like just breathtaking ridiculous spots uh, but it was, that's why I was thinking about the matrix was because on the day that we, we had spun and gotten suspicion and we were yeah. singing suspicious minds, then, mm-hmm. then she was singing it on that show when I was watching it that night. And I was like, oh, oh, that's not that weird. It's Elvis, but still, you know, it's like, mm. just weird to have it twice in one day, but it's a, it's a fun show. She, I don't know where she was. She was somewhere in the UK. Um, I want to say in the Lake District, maybe, but she went and visited this cave where mm-hmm. a woman had lived in, I think, the 15 or 1600s. And she was just an ugly woman. And she, uh, you know, had herbal knowledge. And you can see where this is heading, right? So, of course, people were like, oh, you're a witch. And they beat the shit out of her. And so she just went and lived in this cave. Mm-hmm. by herself and so but there's a memorial to her there and so susan went and visited it and she said you know as a woman who she kind of stopped she was like i think she's like i think she was about to say like who doesn't doesn't quite look like everybody else mm. um 
she said and she stopped herself and she was like i don't know i just if i had been alive back then i might have ended up living in this cave too and i'm sure she would have been great company mm. it was so sweet um what is she unless she was a real fucking asshole <laughs> right they're just like no there was a guy there was a guy at, uh in college in a wheelchair who was such an asshole that okay. like every time like he would he would roll down the hallways and you could hear everybody would keep their doors open in the guy's dorm you yeah. could just pop in and you would just hear the doors shutting one after another oh, so my no. friends i was at the far end and so you would just hear bang 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 and it was like oh my god shut the door he's coming and it was like i remember us talking about it of like it's not that he's in a wheelchair we don't care about that he's just an asshole yeah it's one of those things where everyone thinks he's like everyone is just hates because of my disability like, right no it's just you're unable to be a human being <laughs> well one of my one of my friends had been assigned to be his roommate as freshmen so like they did they didn't know each other at all mm -hmm. and he would throw poop on the bathroom walls and then they basically just like made the my friend his caretaker and he was a super sweet guy but he was just like i mean i really wasn't planning on this when i went to college um, yeah, I wouldn't have done it. I would have been like, "Fuck you! I ain't cleaning your shit. I don't even know you." Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, it was a here. it was a Wheels. weird thing. No, he would just come by it, and he would just come and say terrible things. Like he would he would wheel into the doorways and kind of block them, and then just say terrible things to everybody in the room. We we're all like, "What is happening?" I mean, I, listen, uh, I'm. Uh, I mean. I mean, when I was younger, I mean, I wouldn't have been, I would not have been above knocking him down. <laughs> I mean, I tripped an old lady once, so what? I'm not, yeah, she pissed me off. Your grandma? No, some <laughs> old lady. And my grandma would have beat the shit out of me. Right. Power bombed me into the fucking table. You tripped an old lady? Yeah, because she started saying shit. So I just, you know, when she walked past me in the 99 cent store, tripped. <laughs> what did she Oof. say? She cursed me out. I said, fuck off, bitch. <laughs> Wow. Like, it's, you know, I mean, I was like 17, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, you're, you know, your age doesn't give you permission to, you know, or a disability doesn't give you permission to fucking be a terrible human being. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I'm not going to put up for it. Obviously, you're, you're, you're able enough to be a dick. So then you're able enough to feel the wrath of that. Right. Well, that's, yeah, like, that's the especially when you live in a city like you always have to remember like you don't just have you're not anonymous like you or or you think that you are but it doesn't mean you can just treat people however because you don't know you could if somebody's going to be like crazier and come back like yeah. somebody else may, may be more aggressive you know yeah i mean you know i don't support the beating of people <laughs> um specifically when i just saw that video that that dude who like fucking kicked the the older asian woman in the stomach and knocked her on the ground God. i was like jesus christ yeah what was that about like why did they have any idea why he did that i think he was oh i i, I don't want to misspeak but i think he was um i think he had mental health issues and i think in the past i think he was like out on parole for killing his mom or dad oh wow so like there, <laughs> there was clearly some weird shit going on right. in that guy's head. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I no, and I, I don't, don't. So I don't want to like blame Trump for everything, but the whole thing about like 
oh the china flu you know the the wuhan flu that 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 kind of thing does have consequence like it has a trickle down effect don't you mean the kung flu <laughs> everybody was kung flu fighting that was something on when dave Chappelle was i think he was on snl and he was like you can't say that he's like i can say that <laughs> I'm a comedian. Right. He's like, you're the president of the United States. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it does. It's that's why it's not okay to say that stuff because then all of a sudden you're, you know, you're making people in our own country look like the enemy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's clearly, I mean, but like, you know, did we expect this man to have any decorum? Like, <laughs> No, well that, but that's what I mean is like the people, yeah, like, the people who were off the rails in the first place. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's, Obviously, you can't take responsibility for what everybody does, but it's just like no, it, it's true. People who are like they they just added you know something else to the menu to be you know kind of off about you know yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you know I mean yeah I mean it does like it doesn't take much for for people to you know if they're you know specifically like you know people with who I think it's not it's people who acknowledge their mental health and seek help they're they're like you know they're trying to you know figure this shit out yeah. i think it's the people who like who repress the shit you know and you know don't acknowledge it and then like you know you know it's like the dam bursting you know it's like everyone you know whether people lose their job it's just like you know there is no i guess strategy in which to handle life because you've kind of ignored the fact that you may need help Right. Um, and I think that's where the, you know, the snapping comes from. If you attack random strangers in the street, you may need help. You, and you might be a redneck too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh no. I, um, I was watching this documentary called the last blockbuster. Okay. And it's like, it's literally about the last blockbuster in this country. Oh, the stores. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And um, so it's it's just a town in Oregon that has like the last blockbusters, and I think there's they said I think there were like maybe five left or ten left in the in the country, but they specifically focus on this one in Oregon. And um, this one uh, this one woman is basically the, like the caretaker of it. Okay. And she basically is trying to keep this store afloat. You know, when new releases comes out, she has to go to like Target and. And like Best Buy to like buy a whole bunch of DVDs to keep the to keep it stocked up because there's like no infrastructure from the company to do it anymore. Yeah. Oh no. And if people come in with requests, she'll order it from Amazon or wherever. And she's just basically trying to like you know take this like really it's really like become almost like a mom pop shop, yeah. but using the blockbuster name and like it's kind of treated as such where, you know, everyone just has like, you know, whether it's nostalgia or, you know, they kind of want to support it because of just what it meant to them back in the you know nineties and early two thousands. Right. And they have all these um, actors, uh, actors on there, like talking about whether they, you know, some of them actually worked for Blockbuster. Some of them actually, you know, just remember, you know, have like fond feelings of going out on a Friday night to you know get movies and stuff like that yeah it's it's pretty interesting it's it's it you know it's and they talk about um 
like you know that everyone talks about how netflix was the downfall of blockbuster yeah but it you know the i think this i think they i think they had the cfo of blockbuster there at the time i think um he says no that's you know it really wasn't it was basically um he says that like before viacom bought blockbuster uh it was his it was it was his major um money generating business okay and then viacom bought it for like eight billion dollars okay and then they basically because viacom was bleeding cash mm-hmm. used the money to fund all these other like bullshit things and then and then that's where like the money just like it just kept falling and, and, and like you know going into the red oh okay so be, yeah, because of like you know mis- mismanagement and shit like that. Yeah. And then I think it sold. They sold it for like a couple hundred million dollars after that. Could wow. you imagine going from eight billion to that? Like no. Oh my god. Jesus, poor poor thing. I remember when uh, when I first moved to the city, and Brian and I were living together. Like both of us had such shitty credit, mm. and we didn't have credit cards, and mm-hmm. so we couldn't rent. We couldn't rent DVDs. So we would go to the Blockbuster by our apartment and there was always the like the used DVD like $5 bin and sometimes they'd have sales where you could get like 5 for 20, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we would do is we would like we would go to the um we, we would go to the diner by us and get lunch and then we'd go over there and like just buy for 20 bucks <laughs> like four or five DVDs and then come back and watch them. Mm, yeah. I remember when we had the blockbuster was like a mile away from my we would walk a mile a little bit over a mile and then go get whatever movies i mean it was always annoying to like walk there and then they didn't have what you wanted right (laughs) and i imagine when you had to return them it was just like oh yeah yeah i mean yeah i wanted to work there but they never hired me oh they're like the sweaty kid always comes in I wasn't that sweaty. <laughs> Maybe I was. I don't it, know. It looks like he walked a mile. We don't even know how he got here. Yeah, he, he Jesus Christ, his calves. <laughs> uh. That's what it was. They didn't. You were going to be too much of a um, enticement. Yeah, his calves. Look at that. They, 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 th- those khakis can't hold those calves. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! What are they feeding this kid? <laughs> Um, did you have like a video that you would rent more than once or? or... No, because I had two VCRs and I would record them. (laughs) (laughs) So you're like, yes, I would watch it more than once, but. I mean, yeah, if I really liked it, it was mine. (laughs) Oh, I like this. It's going to be mine now. Um, I guess I should spin the wheel for next week. It's me, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I hear it. I hear it. You hear it? Yeah. I also hear my neighbor yelling. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want this one. Oh, I was going to do a better wheel than this because it's always bad. You Lo- promised a better wheel. I don't want lonely. Oh. Oh. Okay. It's content, but I thought it said content. That's hilarious. It's content driven. Yep. Okay. Content content wow that's like happy but like not really a little bit of thorazine 
<laughs> a little bit placid. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a subdued happiness. I don't know if that's true. We can talk about it more next week. Did we ever say? Did, did we ever say what this was? I didn't even know if you hit the record button. Oh, that would really be bad if I didn't. <laughs> nope, I did. I know you did. <laughs> I see it. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening to Broken Corners. Yes, I'm Armando. I'm Karen. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys next week. Um, vaccinations have opened up for all. Yeah. 30 and up, right? And just and because think... I'm droopy today, get them anyway. Yeah, you could join us in our droopiness. Um... That's right. And then you maybe can in two weeks, you'll be happy. I think in two to three weeks, it's going to open up to 16 and above. Wow. So, I mean... You know, we're, we're do coming. Do you ever, do you ever like listen to like be listening to be listening? Are you ever listening to a podcast and it's from a year ago and they're just, it's like, it reminds you of what it really felt like a year ago where they're just like, we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. No, I don't do that. I don't, I don't want to go back to that. Like, like April, May, you know, March, April, like April in New York city was like, that was rough you know the thought of like just the, the bodies and not enough space for them yep um the like the sem- the set the refrigerated semis full of corpses yeah like yeah no that 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 is uh not a place that i want to return to yep. <laughs> like, it's it was just like so and like yeah. I, I remember mm. i don't know i've probably pulled this one out before but it's it it always hits me like i was getting ready to go to the hospital one time and I like had to make sure that my iPad was charged because I was like, I may never see anyone I know ever again. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So my trusty iPad. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, God. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's amazing that we're, we're where we're at now. Cause I mean, yeah, we used to just be like, is it, I mean, we know they're working on the vaccine, but will it ever be a thing? So yeah, I mean, it's, it is, I mean, science is great, um, but it's also like, you know, this is what happens when you have funding behind something, you know? Right. Like, you know, it, it is, it might be possible that we can cure other shit if we provide enough funding for it. Right. You know? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's just, there was it's, the creepiest billboard on the freeway when we were coming home on Monday from the Poconos and it like had COVID and cancer overlaid where kind of like you, like it was like one of those um, magic eye things where it sort of flashed back and forth, which one you were seeing. Yeah. And it said like, don't, don't let COVID stop you from getting screened. Yeah. And I just thought like, what are you talking about getting screened? There's no cancer. There's not like a cancer test. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's no one cancer test. What are you even uh, talking about? Yeah, I know there's not because you have the you have your your mammograms, your prostate thingies, you have your other thing that go up your behind. Yeah, I mean, you know, but like then you have like the only way I guess is to test is your your blood test for high level like, white blood count, right? And think, even that's not a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, no, I mean, like the I I didn't know, so I had ovarian cancer, like. I didn't know that the, the, um, annual exam I got didn't test for that. 
Mm, yeah like it doesn't no, they, it doesn't yeah. have anything to do with it and so yeah there's just like the there's the ca125 which is like a tumor marker test so mm. if you have elevated levels on that then that's like a warning sign but you like i don't know i don't know understand why women don't just get those i you know it's funny and this is i know we were signing off but like this is something i just never understood is why doesn't everyone get like a full workup yeah every year like top to bottom your cat scan your fucking mri whatever same if it's the same shit i'm not sure um you know i mean your heart check like like, under the hood like a full fucking thing yeah i mean well because some of them the radiation from the test would have a cumulative effect that you don't want if you're not actually sick understood that's true yeah so like with the cts yeah um, like i i'm not getting those anymore i just I think I got them for the first six months after treatment. And now I just get a like regular exam. Right. 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 Yeah. It's yeah. But but it is weird. Right. Like that. There's no, you would just think, I don't know. Maybe I was raised on star Trek too much, but you would just like, think that there would be a way to scan. Yeah. To know what's going on. Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, next week we'll be content. We'll be content. And we're going to fix it. medical. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm confident that we will. <laughs> All right, listen, guys. Everybody wear a mask. Uh, get vaccinated if you, if you can and want. Um, and that's it. Be nice. Be nice. All right. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.